Good afternoon and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Monday, September the 26th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. Josh Crash Davis. Crash, did you survive the weekend? How are you on this Monday? Yeah, yeah, it was a good weekend. Um, the uh, the Brewers played pretty well this weekend. You know, they had the loss yesterday. They couldn't get the runs across the plate with Lodolo on the mound. I mean, he wasn't quite as tough as he was last time they faced him, but right. he still had some decent numbers. And uh, so they were able to take three out of four. Uh, Green Bay got a big win yesterday in Tampa. So, yeah, it was a good weekend. That's good. Good, yeah. good. For me, I, I mean, I had this uh, awesome hot streak. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, ding, 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 just awesome ride. Yesterday would, would be considered a crash and burn day. <laughs> I just, yeah. it just did, I couldn't put the pieces together. I was close everywhere. Mm-hmm. Ended up, you know, the only thing, and I gave it a four and a half crown and NASCAR was my only winner yesterday mm. of all things. Yeah. So, yeah. Yesterday yeah. was a little, a little different. Um, I, uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly who the top team ended up being, but I, I think, um, who was it yesterday? Was it the Padres or were they on a different slate? I don't know. All I know is this. I know that I was all excited because I gave out a strong play, played them everywhere. My contrarian 1% owned pirates, rookie pitcher. The youngster, yeah. and he pitched great. He had seven Ks over Ortiz, twenty yeah. score. and I thought, all right, man, we're off to the start. And then I couldn't get the bats going; the mm-hmm. bats just went dead on me. So I was bumming there. But and then in football, I've never seen. I had three guys uh, out of the game with injuries. When have yeah. you ever seen so many guys get hurt? It's just ridiculous the way the injuries were happening yesterday. Everybody went down. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, and so many people were on at least David Montgomery. So many people were on him. So, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a rough day, but yeah, you know, streaks have to end at some point just to get other streaks going, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yep, we're on to Monday and and a nice little, little four game slate here. I feel like you know it's going to be pretty good slate. Um, you know me, I like the smaller slates usually. So yeah, I'm I'm not as crazy about the smaller slates, but I sort of like this slate. I, I think there's some good plays here that mm-hmm. have some potential, but it's weird having a four-game slate, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we the, can take more time, you know, on each game yeah. this way. So can break it up a little bit, talk about it. Nice thing is too, is uh we're trying to find the best time for these podcasts, and I want to try to get a great spot so that we're in the same spot every day for baseball and then that goes into basketball so i want to get a familiar time frame we tried more late morning that was okay Mm -hmm. we did the real late afternoon that was just okay as well because there's so many other podcasts going on right we figured let's split the difference try something in the middle of the afternoon so today's the first day trying that, and we're going to experiment with it this week. But please let us know in uh, chat here if you'd like this middle of the afternoon, 3 Eastern, 
if you don't like it and you'd prefer earlier or later, uh, you know, let, let me know. Uh, De Prince is on board for this three o'clock spot. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a DM from boy from Cali. He's probably going to jump in late. He has to pick up his uh, kid at school at three o'clock Eastern. So, I mean, that might be a, a time frame that people have kid stuff going too. I just thought about that. Uh, when he sent that over. So let us know. We'll figure out the best time. And again, if, if you know, uh, the good thing is it's recorded. So if you miss it live, uh, you don't get to have fun with this in chat, but uh, you can still watch it and look at the yeah. review anyway. So, yeah. What do you think in Crash? What do you think our best time's been so far as far as most people available? Um, I think I think we've had the most most success either this time or the uh five o'clock eastern one of those yeah maybe we even push to like four maybe that's the magic number i i don't Mm -hmm. know um but i think that's when some of the other big boys start uh jumping in podcast too so yeah um yeah we'll figure it out but i really do appreciate people uh giving us that uh, info. I know it's not the same without boy from Cali. Hopefully he gets back and can jump in towards the end, but yeah, maybe three 30 or three 45 might be the, the, the uh, way to go, but uh, we're still going to keep looking. But first of all, Whoa, let me thank- did you see, did you see when Nathan Feudy got in here? What uh, happened? He got in here at 1235 PM. He was ready to go an hour and a half early. Well, you know what? He beat Rodney Pollard again. So Rodney's going to get a little, he's going to get a little salty here because Rodney <laughs> had a, a streak going where he was the first one here. And he probably Every looked time. and said, and saw Nathan was like, what the heck's going on here? Yeah. So shout out to both of you, Nathan and Rodney, though. Really, really do appreciate you guys jumping in. Uh, it's awesome. Absolute power. Good to see you. The Prince, uh, Dead Presidents, known also as Pain Blank. Blanks M or blank SM. Haven't figured that one out, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because I, I call him King of Pain anyway. King of all trades, of course. David, Mr. David, handsome David Dulac, I should say. Yeah. And uh Lanuka A, what's up between four and five? Yeah, I'm starting to feel like maybe that uh four-ish time 345 4 415 something like that might be the the best spot crash so Mm -hmm. yeah excellent uh all right what else did i want to go over with you oh it's going to be an interesting schedule this week guys so we're going to have a podcast every day tomorrow it's going to be crash and i and then wednesday it looks like i'm going solo and then Thursday, you're going to get Deb, yes, at Deluxe Solo Thursday Baseball uh, Podcast, because you're going to be traveling and I'm going to be traveling. Yeah. And then Thursday night at 6.50, our NFL pod is going to be uh, Deb and Steven. Steven so that'll yeah. be really cool. Then we have uh, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Crash is traveling, so I'll have some solos. Stephen and I will do the Saturday night at eight o'clock. So we've got a lot of different mixtures today as we're winding down baseball. Only like, what, a week and a half, two weeks left of baseball at the most. 
And uh, I want to say, though, today is NBA Media Day. Come on, Dirk. Let's hear you, man. You've been sleeping for three months. But <laughs> Media Day today in the NBA, and that starts the 16th of October, man. Two and a oh. half weeks. Can you believe yeah. that? So that's regular season or preseason? First regular season game is October the 16th. The preseason oh, starts in a week. That's huh? my birthday. October. It is? Yeah. Yeah. October 16th? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy, man. Yeah, yep. I'll funny? be turning the big 4-0 on that day. So oh my gosh. You are gonna be you're in the washed up range with me now. I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, that's good. That's awesome. And what a, it's easy for you to remember the start of NBA. With, mm-hmm. uh, that's fantastic. All right. So anyway, that's the scoop. Keep us, uh, you know, we'll, we're tweaking around. I've just got, I got this gut feeling that this four-ish time, 345, 415 is going to end up being the winner eventually. But we have a decent amount in here, so it's not bad. And we haven't even talked baseball yet. Tony A., what's up, man? Great to have you in here with us. So today we start another hot streak. That's the game plan. And it's a four-game baseball slate. No weather, uh, possible shower in pittsburgh but nothing that will mess up the game not going to be a delay so i think we've got four clean weather games going so i've got some unique takes today but i really i I really like it i've got to say so let's dive into this sucker and and go over these four games and uh get the ball rolling we'll talk about some ownership and stacks pitchers uh all of that good stuff as well all right, first game at uh, 6.35, which is the lock time. So don't get fooled and think it's 7.05 and get stuck with your holder lineups because that happens to everybody at some point, and it really sucks. So remember that it's 6.35 Eastern for the main slate, four games on all three sites, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. Cool 62 degrees, comfortable, though, in Pittsburgh. Wind blowing out to left at 11 miles an hour. Maybe a passing shower. Nothing that will disturb the game. Seven and a half is the Vegas total. 3.41 implied for the Reds. 4.09 for the Pirates. It's Chase Anderson, 6.3K against Ronzi Contreras, my buddy, 7.5K, who's coming off, what, a 10 strikeout game against the Yankees? Something crazy like that. So that's sort of cool. And Crash, I'm going to give you the bonus two confirmed lineups already. We've got for the Reds, Fridell, uh, Fre- uh, India Farmers. Mm-hmm. In- what'd you say? Friedel. Yeah. What'd I say? Fridell? Fridell. Yeah. I meant to say Friedel. Friedel, India Farmer, Steer, Fairchild, Aquino, Reynolds, Barrero, and Robinson. So. Not exactly a bunch of household names there. Mm-hmm. And for the Pirates, young, even younger than that, or just as young, Cruz, Reynolds, Andujar, Swazinski, Hayes, Mit, uh, Mitchell, Newman, Collins, and Godoy. Goat Godoy. Jose Godoy. Godoy. Yeah, that's that's a, a new name. one. That's a different name. Yes. So, game one, what do you think? Um, I like the Pirates. Uh, I think that I'm getting the echo. Um, I like the Pirates. I, I think that Ronzi Contreras is a good, pretty decent at least pitcher. 
and I think he'll hold that offense down. I mean, they're not in Cincinnati, so it's a pitcher-friendly ballpark. So it's probably going to be a pretty low-scoring game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes under that 7.5 implied run total, honestly. So. Yep. Um, so you're going I – mean, Contreras is a, is, a, is a decent play today and really not much hitting in this game. Yeah, Contreras is a decent play, but I'm not. I'm he's not one of my top pitchers. Which I mean, you only need really two um, yep. on a four game slate. So yeah, he's not one of my two. Well, he is one of my two. Crash, can you believe that? I I, I like yeah. I like two value pitchers today because I'm telling you right now, I believe Aaron Judge hits a home run tonight. I think tonight tonight. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's not my home run people. call, but I believe that too. Yeah. He's got great BVP against him. I just feel it. He needed to get out of New York just to relax and breathe a little mm-hmm. bit. It's in Toronto. I love I love uh, the bats tonight, and I feel comfortable going with two cheap pitchers that really allows me to get to whomever I want to. Uh, if you remember, the very first start of the year for Ronzi Contreras was way back in May. Uh, he came out of the bullpen a little bit early on in April and, you know, I liked his potential and went through a bunch of his information and he's, it's starting to come to fruition. It's, you know, he gave up some runs the last game to the Yankees, but he did strike out 10, which is pretty impressive. And his strikeouts have been going up. He's had some really good starts. He had a, a quality start against Toronto, six innings, one earned run for 34 He had 42 against Philly, 22 against St. Louis, 34 against Atlanta, and then 26 against the Yankees. Those are good scores against good teams. So, you know, I'm up here in the northeast, north of Pittsburgh, but in that same vein, and it's chilly. It feels like fall. So I love, you know, that Pirates uh, stadium there, uh, the ballpark there. The ball doesn't carry that well, and when it's cool, it, it really doesn't carry. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't, I'm not impressed with the Reds lineup. I think Ronzi can have, I expect him to go six innings maybe here, uh, maybe one earned run, get about six or seven strikeouts and be one of the better pitchers on the slate. So very high on him, no Cincinnati bats. Uh, and for the reasons I stated about the state, the ballpark, I'm not crazy about Bucko's uh, bats either. Maybe a one-off, but uh, it's going to be Ronzi or Bust in the early game for me. Yeah, I said he wasn't one of my two. Now that I think about it, he actually is one of my two on DraftKings and Yahoo. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, yeah, yeah, I do like Ronzi. He's okay. he's been he's been pitching um, a little bit less, you know, the last couple starts, but those were in New York and in Cincinnati, right? Uh, only four and two thirds and four innings. But he did pitch before that, you know, five and a third, six, five, seven, six, six. So, yeah, I think he should definitely get, you know, six innings probably. Um, He had a six-inning game against them earlier this year. That was actually in Cincinnati too. So, yeah, Ronzi Contreras will be one of my pitchers. Uh, For some reason, I was thinking I was going to go to Gossman, but I'm not going to. I think the Yankees are going to hit him up pretty good. I, me too. And Gosman's going to be popular. So, I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it it goes both ways there. The thing with Contreras too, is he pitches basically like 90 pitches every game. So I think they have like an invisible type of cap on him. He's young. They don't want to blow him out. 
So he's yeah. like every game, it's like 89, 92, 96, 89, 94, 87. So, you know, they're I think they want to keep him around that number. But with Cincinnati, I think he can get deep into the fifth or even, you know, through six uh, against this squad. So I'm, yeah, I'm counting in, on him. Especially in Pittsburgh. I mean, that, that ball does not carry. So No. 62 in heavy air. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think the ball is going to carry well there no. uh, at all. So, all right. Excellent. Let's go on to game two. It is at 7.05. It's the Atlanta Braves at the Washington Nationals. 70 degrees in Washington, a little warmer, uh, eight miles an hour out to right. Uh, big uh, total here, tied with the Yankees game at nine and a half uh, in Vegas. A big six for the Braves and uh, three and a half for the Nationals. Bryce Elder, 8.4K against Corey Abbott, 5.5K. What do you got? I like, I like the... Um... Well, of course, the Braves, but I like Bryce Elder, too. He's my other pitcher for today. Uh, I've used him a couple times recently. He had a really good start against the Marlins a couple starts ago. And, uh, you know, this Washington team, they may not strike out a whole lot, but they also don't score a lot of runs. So I feel like him and him and Ronzi kind of give you a nice, you know, one, two, one, a one B, however you want to look at it. And uh, you can pair them up with some more expensive bats like the Braves and the Yankees and the Red Sox. So that's kind of the direction I'm leaning. 100% the same. And I this so we're identical today. Uh, we're both on these two pitchers. We both like Judge and some of the Yankees bats. I mean, mm-hmm. it's I don't they're think not the you... most chalky. I mean, they're really not. Like no, I mean, it is 14% projected last I saw. So yeah. So let, let's go over those numbers because it's amazing that we have the exact same take on a day when that is not going to be the chalk by any stretch of the imagination. So mm-hmm. uh, let's look at those numbers right now and we'll, I'll update them so we get the latest. All right, stacks we'll talk about first. Uh, let's look at those on DraftKings. Atlanta, of course, uh, number one, as expected, 21.5% with mm-hmm. a 30% chance of being the top stack. Baltimore is second at 20% with a 16% chance of being the top stack. Third is Boston at 185 with a 15.5% chance of top stack. Then the Buccos at 12% with a 9% chance. Uh, Pittsburgh, or I'm sorry, Cincinnati though is next, uh, right behind them at eight and seven and a half. Uh, Yankees third from the bottom crash. How in the world? I don't understand. Cause a gal, cause a Gaussman. Yeah. Well, but he hasn't even been that good lately. That, yeah. That's just mind blowing to me. I mean, it it's is. not like it's like extremely pitcher friendly ballpark either. So I don't know. It's interesting. Seven and a half percent Yankees eight to be the top stack. So there are plus, you know, uh, leverage two there, but Mm -hmm. interesting bottom two teams, Washington. And then the bottom team is Toronto. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think Severino's a shutdown pitcher by any means. I mean, I could, I could probably see going to some Blue Jays bats too. Then, if that's the case, it is really, uh, really flipped. Then, as far as FanDuel goes, it's uh, 
We've got 28% on Atlanta, 30% top stack. Uh, 21 Boston. Boston getting uh, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of love here. Uh, 17% to be best. Uh, Baltimore third, 18 and a half, 16 to be best. Buckos 12.2 with 9% to be top. Uh, then we've got Cincinnati six and a half. Uh, Yankees 6.3, Washington 4.1, and Toronto dead last at 3.6. Yahoo, 38% Atlanta, all the way down to 17% for Boston. So Atlanta's just being owned like crazy, Mm. which is a little dangerous from the leverage standpoint for sure. 14% Baltimore, 10% Pirates, 6% uh, Reds. Toronto six, Washington five, and dead last, the New York Yankees at four. That's how much people love Gosman. Yeah, man. That, that sounds something? like that sounds like GPP stack the Yankees to the max to me. I mean, if we're not playing Gosman, which we're not, and most mm-hmm. people are, I guess that's uh, that's one way to look at it, but. As far as this Braves Nationals game, I you know Abbott's terrible, so yeah. you got to have some Braves in there. Who who's standing out from you from the Braves side in your stack? Uh, I like the the next three after Acuna, and I don't have anything against Acuna. He's just projected to be the highest owned player last I checked. So um, I like Swanson, Riley, and Olson. You know those would be my favorite three. If Rosario was going to be in the lineup, I was going to have him as a value play, but I don't see him as a projected starter. So I have him projected as seventh in my one. Okay. Well, he will be. Yeah, he will be in my lineup if he's in there. So, yeah, the projected I have, by the way, is Acuna, Swanson, Riley Olson, Darno, Harris, Rosario, Grissom, and Grossman. Okay. So, yeah, we'll wait for the official word, but then that would, that would definitely, um, make make me want to get rosario in there and i mean grissom you know harris those guys are playable um there's a lot of bats you could go to in this atlanta lineup yeah there's no question and i don't think you have to stack just the middle you can move around you know and and take a couple guys from each side exactly to get some of those lower owned guys you know i i wouldn't necessarily stack all the top high salary, high owned guys, um, you can get to the bottom of that lineup and get some leverage against the field for sure. And I'm not a huge wraparound stack guy unless it's it just looks beautiful like this one. I mean, Grissom, Grossman, and then back up top to Cooney and Swanson. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely yeah, not. Good stuff. And then on the Washington side, there's not really a lot that I like. I mean, Manessis has still been hot, but I, I like him more against lefties as we talked about. So, yep, definitely. Sean V's joined us. All right, man. King of Smacks in there also. What's up, uh, guys? Great to see you in here. Uh, I don't see Gaussie to get hit tonight. So, he's King of Smack, you like us, but I mean, he's popular. It's certainly not a on a, a, you know, pitching lineup that's not super studs anywhere. Uh, he is definitely the most established pitcher, but I don't know. I just, you look at some of the BVP against them and judge and just, I feel like the Yankees are going to hit a little bit tonight. I really do. 
So we will see. And I, yeah. we're going to be unique. That's what I love about it. Yeah, for we're, sure. We always have around the same amount. So we keep changing times trying to figure out the best time. We always get our, our go-to people. So we love you guys for being in here with us. Uh, hopefully we can spike it up and get some more folks to, to join in. But uh, looking good. Looking good. All right. Let's go to game three. Um, it is exactly what we said, the Yankees and Blue Jays. It is only a seven and a half total. Mm-hmm. Um, so the game's at 7.07. In uh, Toronto, I don't know if it'll be open or closed. I have a feeling it's going to be closed because it's a little too cool. So yeah. if that's the case, that does usually calm bats down a little bit, a little bit mm-hmm. more hitting mm-hmm. when the, the roof's open. But uh, it's still a, a hitter's ballpark, though, uh, and without question. So uh, it's a seven and a half total, three point six five for the Yankees, three point eight five for the Blue Jays. Lu- uh, Luis Severino is ten K, and Mister uh, Gas Can Gaussman ten point three K. So I'm hoping he has a gas can today. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think here? What's what's the word? Um, I like, you know, as you mentioned, I think judge, you know, he was feeling the pressure in New York, uh, to get that 61st home run, especially with the Maris family in the stands watching. I mean, yeah, that was a lot of pressure. And I just think that it was a little bit too much, um, between that and the fact that everyone, you know, started walking him a lot more, um, because they don't want to be a, a, you know, in the history books as the guy (laughs) guy that gave up 61 to judge. So, I like, um, of course, Judge, but, you know, Gleber Torres has been playing really well. I like him. Um, Stanton's price went way up. I did like him initially, but he's yeah. now 3500 on FanDuel and 5100 on DraftKings. Uh, he was way down there before that. Yeah, he really um, jumped up. I like Oswaldo Cabrera, though. I've been pretty impressed with him, you know, in the last couple of weeks. So I would like like to get to him. Probably a couple of Yankees bats on the other side. Um, I think Matt Chapman, Vladimir Guerrero would probably be my two favorite righties. Uh, they have all righties except for Tappy in their lineup. So in their projected yeah. lineup. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I like the bats here. This is the game. I'm going to have uh, probably the most ownership for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judge is going to be in my lineup with the two uh, more inexpensive pitchers. I can get to him. Uh, he's leading off and he's uh, eight for 22 lifetime. So he's yeah. my home run call. So how, how cool would it be to have your home run call hit his 61st for you? Uh, I think yeah. that'd be cool. So yeah. eight for I, Oh, sorry. I was going to say he's my BVP play. So yeah, yeah right along the same lines of thinking there. Eight for 22 lifetime against uh, Mr. Gaussman for a nice mm-hmm. 364 average. Five of those eight hits were extra base hits and three of them were dingers. And he's walked five times. So, again, you know, if they pitch around him, they pitch around him. But uh, I think he's I think he's going to get some pitches to hit. 1364 OPS, 864 slugging, 500 OBP, and a 364 average. So, uh, my BVP play is in, on the other side here, and it's Raphael uh, Devers. He's a uh, small sample size. I get it. Five for 15 against uh, – Lyles, uh, and uh, he's got three extra base hits, a home run, a thousand OPS, 667 slugging, and then that 333 average. So, um, I, I 
that's a different game. Boston, Baltimore, not on the other side of the ball. You know, I misstated that, but I like uh, Devers as my other, uh, Raphael Devers is my BVP guy. Those are my two guys. But as far as other bats in this game is what I'm trying to get Mm -hmm. back to. I think you can go to a lot of different spots. Uh, Rizzo, stinking Rizzo has not come through for me when I play him. But I still think he's, you know, going to get good pitches to hit. I, I think Glaber Torres has been underpriced all year for batting mm-hmm. in the middle of that lineup. So he's a, you know, playable for me. And Stanton is not a play for me. I didn't like Stanton. I haven't liked his swing in, in a couple months. And his yeah. price now is just ridiculous how much it went up. Right. Well, he, he does have really good numbers. I mean, it's a small sample size, but five for nine with a homer against, against Gossman. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, his price is going to the point where it's not anywhere near the value that we were getting, you know, last week. So, but Donaldson Cabrera Bader, I like all those guys. So uh, don't be surprised if I have a good three Yankees in my lineup. And then on the Toronto side, it's a little trickier. I, you know, I'm not high on Severino, but he's, I do respect him. So, you know, where do you go there? I mean, Bichette at 6K is a tough price and Vladdy at 6-1. So that makes it very difficult. But I think, you know, Springer's almost 6K as well. So, I mean, it's gotten to the point now at the top of this Toronto lineup where they've made it almost unstackable. Um, mm-hmm. so I think you'll see a lot of people going to Kirk Chapman Hernandez, if you're going to go, uh, Blue Jays. So more of a one-off two at the very most Blue Jays, but I'm going to have more Yankees coverage, yeah. uh, overall. Yeah. The Yankees are probably my top stack as far as, you know, ownership leverage. Um, I think I slightly like Baltimore. I mean, excuse me, Boston over them, but, um, yeah, the Yankees are right there, neck and neck with the with the Red Sox for me. All right. Boy from Cali's back from picking up the little one. Great to have you in here. We're, we're toying with uh, 330, 345, 4, something like that, boy from Cali. So we're we're going to get to the point where it makes sense for everybody because we want to get everybody in here to, to check us out. Bev, how you doing? Thank you for joining us again. And uh, – Let's see. We've got one game left. I want to talk about uh, pitcher ownership. How's that sound? Okay. Because we haven't uh, broken that down, and I think that's a big deal for you and I because Gaussman is definitely the top-owned pitcher. uh, And we're both fading him. Yeah, 45% on DraftKings projected with a 45% chance of being a top pitcher. So that – we're contrarian, man – 40% 40% Ronzi Contreras with 34% of being top pitcher. Who who thought you'd say that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, really. And followed by the other guy we like, Bryce Elder, 36% mm-hmm. owned. So it's not like we've got, uh, you know, uh, total contrarian pitchers. It's just we don't have the chalk pitcher and Gaussman. Yeah. And then he, he's followed by Severino at 27. Somehow Chase Anderson's at 22%, I guess because – it is hard to hit in Pittsburgh uh, with the cooler mm-hmm. weather. Uh, and then Seaborn uh, for uh, the Red Sox at 15, Abbott at 10, Jordan Lyles is last at six. On FanDuel, Gaussman 42, 
uh, all the way down to Contreras at 24. So massive chalk there. If we can get Gaussman out of this game crash, we're going to be in good shape. Yeah. But that's a big if, you know? Right. Well, I mean, if Judge hits a home run right off the bat and then they get a couple guys on and then um, Stanton or Torres or somebody knocks one out, I mean, they could, they could, uh, I'm not, it's not Torres. Who was I thinking of? Yeah, Torres. Yeah. 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 Uh, Then we have Elder 21. So those are the only three getting any ownership at all on FanDuel. And then it falls completely off a cliff. Severino, six. Seaborn three, Anderson three, Abbott and Lyles one. So Gaussman, Contreras, and Elder are really the only guys that are on the single uh, lineup on FanDuel. Mm-hmm. And then on Yahoo, it's it's even more incredible. Gaussman, 62%. That's what I call chalk. Yeah, that's so, some But serious. with only a 44% chance of being the top stacks, so you got a minus 18% on the leverage number. Right, so, right. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Elder's actually second highest projected on uh, Yahoo uh, over Contreras because he's $5 cheaper. Mm. Um, you, you know, the other reason Gossman's so uh, high owned on, on uh, Yahoo is because he's only $43, which is, is pretty cheap. 31 yeah. for Elder and $36 for Contreras. Um, but he's at, at uh, 45%. Severino 22, Anderson at uh, 12, Seaborn 9, and then again, Lyles and Abbott basically unowned. So, mm-hmm. all right, last game. Let's finish this out. Although our lineups are going to look uh, almost identical tonight, it sounds like. Yeah, we've pretty, got pretty go close. Ahead. No, pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Baltimore Orioles at the Boston Red Sox at 7 10. So, no late games at all. You can you know, watch a lot of that Cowboys Giants game. So we'll be posting lineups for that uh, as well. You and Steven will be for, uh, for sure tonight. Uh, that should be interesting for the record. I, you know, you guys know I'm a Cowboys fan, but I think the Giants are going to smack them. I would, uh, I'd lean Giants by the way. All right. Mm-hmm. Baltimore Hills, Boston, Red Sox, 68 degrees in Boston. Uh, wind blowing out though, right over the green monster at 14 miles an hour. That helps the the sticks a little bit. Yeah, that's why you've got a nine and a half total here. So tied uh, for the highest total with that Braves Nationals game. It's four point five eight implied for Baltimore, four point nine two for the Red Sox. Uh, Jordan Lyles, as we said, seven point nine k. Connor Seabold, five k. And we do have the Boston lineup confirmed. And Kike Hernandez leading off again. He hasn't been mm-hmm. leading off much this year. Then uh, Devers, my uh, BVP pick. Bogarts, Verdugo, Martinez, Cassis, Ref Snyder, McGuire, and Almonte are is the Boston lineup. So where are you going in that game? Yeah, I'm glad that we got that lineup because I was really having a hard time trying to decide between Tommy Pham and Brian Reynolds. And so now I don't have to worry about that. I could just go with Reynolds. So yep. that's good to know. Um, yeah, Kiki Hernandez, I like a lot. Devers is my home run call. Uh, the righties have actually had the most success here against uh, Lyles, believe it or not. So yeah, yeah reverse, split. More towards the reverse splits, you know, stack yep. here. 
Um, so, you know, I might have Cassis. Um, he's been pretty good. I know he's a lefty, but, you know, he's been hitting the ball pretty well. I've played him a little bit lately in the uh, showdown games with the Yankees. And um, I've been pretty impressed with him from what I've seen from him at the plate. So, yeah, I like the Red Sox. Probably my favorite stack overall tonight. Excellent. The, I might get the, noise in here about my being a Cowboys fan. Probably. I don't know. Guys, you got to remember, I lived in Dallas for 20 yeah. years. Uh, yeah. And even though I'm back in PA now, I mean, when you live in Dallas, you're either a Cowboys fan or they run you out of town. So uh, un unfortunately, I'm in that mix. But, mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. So love you guys. So I, I did see that last night. That's why when you mentioned, David, in, in uh, uh, Discord about the Giants, I put the, the little uh, Cowboys hat. Uh, dude on there so there you go yeah fam's out um and uh so we'll see we'll see there mm -hmm. i like kike i i've always liked him and i really like him in the leadoff spot uh sure. i like bats in this in this group i think uh boston uh deservedly is getting a lot of attention in the stack side of things and that's certainly where i'm gonna go mm -hmm. um but i i'd like a one-off baltimore guy I always enjoy them yeah. and remember it's it's a massive upgrade, ballpark upgrade for those Baltimore bats, especially the right-handed hitters that, you know, try to hit it out and left. I mean, instead mm -hmm. of going 80 miles now in Baltimore to get it out, you've got the green monster with a wind blowing out to the green monster. So big upgrade for the Baltimore sticks there. Um, you, I'll tell you, between the two, the two games that are both nine and a half to, uh, totals, those are the two games I think, uh, you know, are, are going to get a lot of ownership. And then the Yankees game as the third one in the mix. I like all three of those games tonight. Yeah. I like overs, yeah. by the way. I think there will be runs tonight other than the Pittsburgh game. Yep. And I like a few of the value bats for Baltimore. Um, Taron Vavra. And if Bruno Doors in the lineup, I like him too. But I don't know that he's going to be in there. And, of course, our, our two guys – Henderson and Rutschman, we can't forget about them either. So, correct um, in multiple lineups, I'll definitely have some variation of of some Baltimore bats. So, yeah, and yeah. you know, good point from Boy from Cali. Uh, you got to really watch the suspect uh, guys that are going to get hit, pinch hit for, and it might even be earlier in the game than you want. You sometimes only get two, but usually three at bats from somebody. But a lot of these mm -hmm. teams that are playing different combinations, a guy like fam or whomever is going to definitely pinch hit uh, when the, the, you know, uh, the situation uh, serves itself. So you do yeah. have to watch that. If you are going any wraparound stacks or anybody late in, in lineups uh, that can be a, a real concern. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, let's wrap it up as far as what uh, our ups and downs are here for me. I'm going with uh, the two young pitchers, Contreras and Elder. I'm, I believe they're going to get me there. Uh, my fade is Gauss, and I think all three the same for us, Crash, there. Yeah. That's yeah. the first time all year that that's happened. I think so, yeah. It's only a four-game slate, though, so that Right, but, still, but 100, 152 games without that happening. Yeah, that's so, a long stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my BVP uh, Devers, my home run called Judge, as uh, that's which is awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, my stacks are Yankees, a little 
mini stack Braves. You got to have some Braves here. Yeah. And then I like the Red Sox. Those are my stacks. Okay. I have, as you mentioned, all three pitchers, the same, Eldrick Contreras, Fade, Gossman. Uh, my BVP play is Aaron Judge. And my home run call is Rafael Devers. So wow. uh, 23 of 27 home runs against right-handed pitchers, uh, 333 yep. against Lyles with a home run. So solid numbers there across the board. And then my stacks are the same, um, Red Sox, Braves, and some Yankees. So Wow. Yeah. That, unbelievable, man. Pretty crazy. Uh, I worry it's banker banker bust tonight for our lineups, but yeah. you know, why not? Let's just knock yeah. it out. Let's go. We'll have it. we'll have a little bit variation, I think, on FanDuel. Uh, because it sounds like you'll probably have Ronzi as your pitcher. Is that right? Or are you gonna go with Elder? Ronzi. Okay, yeah. So we'll have a little bit variation there, but our DraftKings and our Yahoo is gonna be almost identical. So, I know it. Hey, yeah. I'll be happy to split with you, sir. No problem. I'm with you. All right, let's go to our prize picks plays of the day. Okay. Um, I'll throw mine in there. I'm going with Ronzi Contreras over four and a half strikeouts. Like I said, he's coming off a 10K game against the Yankees, and I'm looking for him to get it, you know, a good six strikeouts in this game. So mm-hmm. feel good about that over four and a half. And then Aaron Judge, seven and a half. That's it. Over mm. seven and a half uh, pitcher fantasy score. I feel like that is a really, really solid uh, play. So I really do like that uh, two bagger on prize picks. Yeah. And I'd hate to see it, but if they walked him four times, that would get you there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rizzo's yeah. behind him. So, right, right. We know, we know Sean V's a massive Rizzo f- fan. So we got to get Rashawn V. Are you on Rizzo tonight, my man? I hope so, because I think he's a good in a good spot. Yeah, I do too. Um, so mine are uh, on prize picks are Rafael Devers over one and a half total bases. As I mentioned, yeah. he's my home run call, but I definitely think that he'll get you know a couple hits or you know home run. And then um, Bryce Elder over twenty seven and a half pitcher fantasy scores. My other play. Yeah, that seems like a very fair number. I think so too. He had 32 and a half last time he faced them. So yeah, I think it's pretty good. All right. Let's go to boom fantasy. I want to thank boom fantasy for being our presenting sponsor, by the way. And uh, we'll give two picks each. Do you have your boom fantasy called up? Yeah, I do. Um, I've go got, for it. did you say Bryce Elder or Rosie Ronzi Contreras on your strikeout prop earlier? Ronzi Contreras over four and a half. Okay, so I've got Bryce Elder over four and a half uh, okay. on the pick'em toss-ups, and then okay. I have Devers the same play over one and a half total bases. Very nice. Well, my my first play is Devers over one and a half total bases. So this is so crazy. <laughs> how insane. I mean, we yeah. usually disagree on most stuff, but man, we're mm-hmm. on the same boat here. Um, my other play is over two and a half earned runs for Connor Seabold. Yeah. I like that play. I think he gives up four or five tonight. Mm-hmm. I like so that. Those are my boom fantasy plays. Couple of things, real quickly. Thank you, boy from uh, from Cali. Hit that thumbs up. We really do appreciate that. We need some more thumbs up. We want to crawl up that algorithm on YouTube. So hit the thumbs up. 
If you haven't subscribed already, please do so. Hit the alert button in the upper corner so that uh, you you know when our podcast posts because we've been flipping around times trying to get the exact time uh, right on the money to make sure that we can get the most people in here. So we do appreciate that. If you're watching us live on Twitter, hit the uh, like and retweet uh, so other folks have a chance to see it as well. And uh, our podcast, we haven't, we've been forgetting to remind people, we only have five days left in the month. And what I want to do is get a little bit more money in the till. So if you can uh, super chat us here during any of our live podcasts, football or uh, baseball, if you super chat, it goes right into the kitty for a hundred percent donation to charity. This month's charity is David Dulax, which is uh, uh, Operation Hope. So we would appreciate that when you can. If you have some winners and you want to uh, dip a little in there, uh, we we really would appreciate that. Um, also, um, Boom Fantasy. If you want to try them out and you haven't yet, you got to do it. We have a link attached right to us here in YouTube in the bio. Same thing on Twitter. And if you want to go to our uh, page at uh, dfscoachtalk.com is our website home. Uh, we also have the link in there and you can also sign up. Also crash. The big announcements I want to make today is that we will be announcing this week, our NBA membership. I am so yeah. fired up, man. I'm going crazy. Uh, yeah. So, so fired up. NBA starts on your birthday, as we said, October 16th, and we're going to have an NBA package where you'll be able to pay X amount. And, uh, you know, we're going to make it very affordable for everybody. And the season goes until April 9th, which is almost mm. my birthday. So it goes from your birthday to my birthday almost. That yeah. is a long season. So we keep getting the four to five o'clock time frame. I think that might be a winner. Uh, we're okay. probably going to have to look at, at maybe that time. I think one of our big opponents starts at four, though, too. And I don't want to bang heads if we don't have to. So I'm thinking we might get a little tricky and do like a 345er or something like that. Try mm -hmm. to beat everybody to the punch, but not be too early. So we'll we'll try that out. Uh, in fact, I mean, it's you and I tomorrow because Deb is covering Thursday. Can you right. do 345 tomorrow? Crash? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so here, there you go, guys. So we're we're shifting a little bit to we want to get boy from Cali home from picking up the little one. We want to make sure we get Nathan and some of these folks in here. So we're gonna try three forty-five tomorrow uh, to get that done. Cooper Cooper Rush was the giant with the Giants before Dallas. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm telling you right now, David, I think the Giants win by at least two touchdowns. So, I, you know. For it, what it's worth, you said the same thing about the Bengals. So, just saying. I did. I tell <laughs> you, if you could predict some of those, and somebody said it in here, their Colts. How the hell did the Colts beat the Chiefs? Mm -hmm. I mean, there were some games that just didn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy early in the year. Football's I think things will hard. settle down a little bit more to the norm um, after a few weeks, but some of these teams got new coaches, new playbooks, and, you know, a lot of stuff like that that they're working through. But 
I think it'll kind of work itself out back to close. I, to I think the NFL is almost impossible to, to bet. I, I hats off to you guys that can attack it. It's just, it, it's so volatile to me. I mean, it yeah, just, it's, it's tough. It is tough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we head out the door crash, since we're not, we don't have a, a Monday pod yet uh, in football. We may, we've been talking about it, but uh yeah, the, the Colts legit. Okay, I'm with you, man. I know the Colts are legit. Uh, you want to give any football takes on tonight? Not to put you on the spot, but for me, I'm going to be stacking a bunch of giant stuff. I'll just tell you that right now. Yeah. Um, let me look at something real quick here. Yeah, just not to put you on the spot, but we're, you know, since we're not going to be live for football tonight, uh, we're going to be posting lineups for our members. And if, if you didn't know and you're not a member, we provide a core build uh, for DraftKings, both for single entry and for GPP. And then we give full lineups uh, on FanDuel and Yahoo. Football yeah. crash, what do you got? Yeah, um, a couple plays I like tonight. Richie James from the Giants. And with Dalton Schultz likely to be inactive, um, I like Jake Ferguson. You know, he was the tight end for the Badgers, so I've seen him quite a bit. That okay. dude catches everything. He doesn't drop the ball. So um, if he gets a pass, you know, in the end zone, it's going to be a touchdown. You know, if he gets a, he, he can, he can make some plays. So he's, he's a guy to keep an eye on in the GPP for sure. I think he's only like 2000 or something like that. Maybe even less on DraftKings. So I he's like super him a lot. Cheap. Yep. Yeah. So to answer you, Tony, eight, no, the Dallas starting tight end is out. And so that doesn't help matters. Uh, yeah. Boy from Cali's calling it a Zeke night. It could be. I'm just always afraid that Pollard grabs the ball inside the 10, you know? Yeah. I, I will say I don't like Ezekiel Elliott tonight. Um, I think Tony Pollard will get the share of the carries and the, you know, the receptions out of the backfield. You think Pollard's uh, going to get more carries than Zeke? I do. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't agree with yeah. that one. I, well, here's the thing. I think it's going to be if what happens like you think it will happen, coach, then Dallas will be trailing. So I think they'll be throwing the ball more and that's where Pollard really can shine. So well, I don't, I agree with you there, but I don't think on flat carries that he's mm -hmm. going to carry it more. I think Pollard could have as good of a fantasy game as Zeke, but I don't think he's going to carry the ball more, but. Yeah, well, Jake Ferguson, to go back to that, what I was looking up, uh, he's only $200, so that's just a free square. Seriously? Yeah. Well, yeah. then there's there's your way to get, you know, yeah. whoever 70, you want in there. 7500 on FanDuel, and he is $10 that's on Yahoo. So, yeah, he's going to be super chalky, um, yeah. I would think. Yeah. Well, tomorrow when we go live at 345, you're either going to have to eat crow with boy from Cali or, or boy from Cali's going to eat crow because he's <laughs> calling for the, the good Zeke game and you're writing poor Zeke off. I wouldn't write Zeke off. He's still decent. I just, I do think they're going to have to throw uh, to try to get back into a game that uh, I just don't think they're going to match up well with, but all right. We wanted to touch on it. We did. Um, who's your captain? That's what they're asking, Crash. Who's your Saquon captain? Barkley. Saquon Barkley in, in um Saquon Chalk. Barkley in cash, single entry, and in GPP CD Lamb. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, I like Barkley as my captain to Chalk City, but that's okay. And I'll be rooting. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't let my rooting interest. You should never let your rooting interests bother you as far as playing DFS. If you do right. that, you're you're setting yourself up for a loss. So you have to just you could still root for your game, but you know, play different in D- DFS. And that's certainly what I'm gonna do uh tonight. But all right, somehow we found a way to get to almost an hour on four games. I don't know how we did it, Crash, but we did. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got into a little bit of uh NFL. We went pretty in depth on each game. You know, I, I think it's fine though. It's a good can you set up a members only showdown slate contest tonight, Crash? Because now you got boy from Cali all fired up. And I want to get in there too. Okay. Is it- is it? It's not that hard to do, is it? No, no, it's not hard at all. No, all right, I'll so for, it'll be members only. Uh, Crash will put the link in there for that showdown slate, so we can talk some serious trash tonight mm-hmm. between the Giants fans out there and David and our Cowboys fan here and all this Zeke talk. We should have some uh, some stuff flying back and forth tonight. So take a look in Discord. Uh, we'll post that showdown slate contest in there and go after it. bragging rights. Doing a, are we doing a $5, $1? What do we do? Do a $5. $5 mm-hmm. is always fun. It doesn't break anybody, but if you win it, you got a few coins to play with. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll all right, it. guys. So I appreciate all of you. Thank you very much for tuning in tomorrow. Uh, catch Crash and I live. At 3.45, no Deb tomorrow because she's going to do the baseball slate uh, on Thursday. So uh, she's going to do that solo. So be prepared Thursday. Uh, She's doing that at 4 o'clock. That was the time – or 3 o'clock. That's the only time she could do it. Mm 3 o'clock on Thursday for her. So definitely give her some support. She's going to be flying solo for the first time uh, on the baseball slate. So it should be fun. All right. That is it, my friends. Great day. Fun one. Uh, Let's have a a great baseball slate tonight. Hopefully we get judged to 61 and uh, enjoy that football game. And then Crash and I will be back tomorrow when we look to crush it in MLB, DFS, prize picks, and boom, fantasy.